0: Hi there, this is Jeff Edgers. Fifty years ago, the Rolling Stones headlined a free concert that ended in chaos, violence, and death. It was called Altamont. I spent the last eight months reporting on it to try to understand what it meant and why everything went so wrong. I talked to everybody I could, from Keith Richards to the guy who built the three-foot stage. You can listen to the story now on the All Told podcast. Get it at washingtonpost.com slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. He asked me to go out socially with him. What happened there? In 1991, a Washington state senator named Patty Murray sat in her living room watching Anita Hill testify during the Senate confirmation hearings for Clarence Thomas. It is only after a great deal of agonizing consideration and sleepless nights that I am able to talk of these unpleasant matters to anyone but my close friends. As the hearing went on, Murray was appalled by what she saw. An all-male Senate Judiciary Committee hurling insensitive, often graphic questions at Hill about Thomas's alleged sexual harassment. Here's Hal Heflin then a Democrat from Alabama. Now, in trying to determine whether you are telling falsehoods or not, I've got to determine what your motivation might be. Are you a scorned woman? Like millions of other women across the country, Murray wondered how Hill would have been treated if there were women on the Judiciary Committee. And later, at a neighborhood party, there was only one subject women wanted to talk about, Hill's treatment by all those men. You know what Murray said, according to the book Nine and Counting, The Women of the Senate? I'm going to run for the Senate. She won. In Illinois, so did Carol Mosley Braun. And in California, so did Barbara Boxer and Diane Feinstein. 1992 became known as the Year of the Woman. History has a way of resurfacing in fascinating ways. Feinstein is now the ranking Democrat on the Judiciary Committee and the recipient of a letter from Christine Blasey Ford, a professor in California alleging sexual assault by current Supreme Court nominee Brett M. Kavanaugh an incident she says happened when they were teenagers in Maryland. With a hearing looming at which Kavanaugh and Ford might testify, memories and images of the Thomas hearings have resurfaced. Hill being escorted to the Capitol by police, senators fumbling over adjectives describing male and female anatomy, and Thomas's fierce denials. But there is a stark generational difference. In 2018, Kavanaugh and his accuser will testify in the context of the Me Too movement. In 1991, there wasn't even a women's restroom near the Senate chamber. After the Thomas hearings, the ranks of women in politics grew dramatically. In the year Feinstein and Murray were elected to the Senate, 24 women were elected to the House. Female candidates also swept into local and state offices. They weren't warmly accepted, though. In her book, Broad Influence, How Women Are Changing the Way America Works, J. Newton-Small wrote that women were kept out of certain caucuses and rooms. When they spoke on the Senate floor, male senators often interrupted, claiming they lacked knowledge or experience about issues. Newton-Small recounted how Feinstein, who became a fierce opponent of the gun industry, faced pushback on the Senate floor during a debate on banning assault weapons, including one particularly tense moment with Senator Larry Craig, a Republican from Idaho. So the gentlelady from California needs to become a little more familiar with firearms and their deadly characteristics. That didn't sit well with Feinstein. Back in her days on the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, she had witnessed her colleague Harvey Milk's assassination. Feinstein didn't back down. I am quite familiar with firearms. I became mayor as a product of assassination. I'm aware of I that. I found my assassinated colleague and put a finger through a bullet hole. Yeah. She proposed gun control legislation, then faced the consequences. After her windows were shot out of her house, she learned how to fire a gun. Senator, I know something about what firearms can do. Craig quickly retreated. Despite the chauvinism they encountered, the newly elected women in Congress made great gains, particularly in equal pay, increased federal research for women's health, and legislation that protected families and children. And they helped humanize the issues facing everyday Americans, telling personal stories to advance legislation. A year later, the women got a bathroom near the Senate floor. Just two stalls, though. As their ranks grew, so did the lines for the bathroom. But as the New York Times noted, female senators learned to use the situation to their advantage. While waiting in line, they negotiated. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.